Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 85 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again as we begin a new study of um, our Come Follow Me materials this week. We are covering Exodus chapters 1 to 6 in the week of March the 21st to March the 27th. And today we're going to cover Exodus 1 and see how far we get. A um, few things to point out here with this new study of Exodus. Have a look as we go through for parallels between the start of Exodus and the start of Genesis. Um, it seems that uh, Moses, uh, presuming that uh, Moses is the the author of the five books of Moses, uh, wanted to try and paint this image of a new creation, a new beginning uh, for the Israelites as they were uh, preparing and supported and delivered out of Egypt. Um, so have a look at that as we go through. I'll point that out as we go through also. Uh, and also notice that the first thing that is mentioned in this book of Exodus is names. So in verse 1 it says, Now these are the names of the children of Israel. Um, and he lists um, the, the, 12, the 12 tribes, as it were, um, except for Joseph, because Joseph is separated as an individual who is already in Egypt. Um, and then after listing the names in verse seven, it says, and the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceedingly mighty and the land was filled with them. Now, notice here um, that you have the words fruitful, um, increase, multiply, uh, just like we did in, in Genesis, which I thought was interesting. And then in verse eight, it says, now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. Now, in terms of uh, this new king, notice it doesn't say Pharaoh. Um, perhaps uh, that's just a, a decision on the person who authored this, just, just to refer to them as a ruler rather than a Pharaoh. Um, but it is interesting, it uses the word king rather than Pharaoh, considering that in the previous number of chapters when we had Joseph in Egypt, um, it referred to Pharaoh uh, rather than a king. Um, this suggests that it may be a different type of ruler or someone that usurps power from the pharaoh uh, and is the ruler or the king to begin with. Um, and this would actually make a lot of sense because, uh, as the Old Testament student manual says, quote, many scholars speculate that Joseph came to power in Egypt while the nation was under the domination of the Hyksos people, the ancient historian Manetho called the Hyksos the shepherd kings and told how their conquest and domination were bitterly hated by the Egyptians. The Hyksos were Semitic peoples from the lands north and east of Egypt. Since Joseph and his family were also Semitic, it is easy to understand how Joseph would be viewed with favor, favor by the Hyksos people and also how when the Hyksos were finally overthrown and driven out of Egypt, the Israelites would suddenly fall from favor with the Egyptians. Close quote. Uh, it also continues, it goes on to continue to say that this would explain why uh, Joseph himself is not seen much in Egyptian um, art or uh, history or, or records, because it is likely when these Hyksos were cast out that a lot of the record of individuals that the Egyptians disliked would have been destroyed. Um, in other words, you know, um, the the victors write history, don't they? Uh, and so 
that may be why we have very little, if any, uh, record of Joseph in Egypt. Um, but there is one or two uh, potential uh, links to Joseph in, in Egyptian history, which I'm not going to go into because I don't have the time in this podcast to do that. But it does introduce this idea of a new ruling party, which, of course, for the Israelites uh, is bad news, particularly if they do not like them um, as particularly much. So the king uh, decides that this, this Israelite people may become a problem. And as such, um, there is a, a decree or a, or a plan, as it were, to put the burdens under these people. Uh, this um, person who desires to make the Israelites um, fall, to make them um, a group that fail, uh, wants to put burdens on them to see if they will deal uh, or to see if they will manage to um, continue to, to multiply and, and replenish and thrive. Uh, note uh, particular interesting links there with the um, the story of uh, the fall there. But uh, he sets taskmasters and he afflicts them. However, in verse 12 it says, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. Uh, and they were grieved because of the children of Israel. So it looks like that his plan to work them to death um, actually does the opposite. Uh, they multiply even more. Uh, and so this um, did not work. And so therefore, in verse 15, it says, And the king of Egypt, notice again, it says, King, not Pharaoh, spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of one was Shipra, and the other name was Pua. Um, now, these two individuals notice as well, that they are named uh, in this text, but the Pharaoh isn't. Um, but their names, Shipra and Pua, um, have interesting meanings behind them. Uh, Shipra means beautiful, uh, and Pua means uh, it's a word that is linked to glitter or, or brilliance. Um, so two beautiful names of these uh, midwives here. But um, Pharaoh, or the king, I should say, says to them, when you go to do your work as a midwife, um, if it be a son, then kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. So there's clearly a very difficult um, direction there. And the, it says in verse 17, But the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men children alive. So they respected, they reverenced God. Uh, and he was their God and he and they um save these children and so of course when the king sees that his work his plan again is not working he calls the midwives to him um and asks why are they why are they still alive now this is a, a very interesting response from the midwives they say in verse 19 because the hebrew women are not as the egyptian women for they are lively and are delivered ere the midwives come come in unto them um this word lively is interesting uh it's a uh, a Hebrew word which is kochir, which means lively or vigorous, uh, full of life. Now, this may be really, um, saying that they're just too fast in giving birth, or that you know there is just so much life and so much vibrance. Perhaps they are referring to this covenant that's been made with Abraham that that his posterity will be numbered as the stars of the sky and the sands of the of the of the earth because 
Um, there's just so much life they can't possibly get to all these children and kill them, you know, as they are born if they are a boy. Um, and this, and so therefore they are kind of delivered as the midwives arrive. Of course, this is the the excuse, I suppose, or the reason uh, that um, that they give. And in verse twenty, the Lord blesses them for it. It says, "Therefore God dwelt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty." So. Basically, this fails again. Um, and what is interesting is that in verse 21, it says, and it came to pass because the midwives feared God that he made them houses. Now, of course, we're probably not referring to a physical house as such, uh, but rather a household, which um, this root word of the Hebrew is also used for in the Bible, a household, so many, so posterity. Um, and so as such, um, and now we see the name changed to Pharaoh, which is interesting. In verse 22, it says, And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born <clears throat> he shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. So that brings us to the end of Exodus, 20, uh, Exodus 1, with this command given that would have a huge impact on the, on the Israelite people, uh, that if there were sons found, that they would be cast into the river. Uh, and we'll see tomorrow just how um, Moses is brought to pass and his um, journey uh, into being raised as an Egyptian. Thank you so much uh, for, for joining us today, uh, for joining us for our episode. And please join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, uh, to be able to discuss your study on there uh, with others. Thank you so much for your time. And until we meet again.